everyone. Welcome to the All Kill Cast. We are uh, the number one K-pop podcast in all of Podcast Town Prefixture. I am Patrick, and with me is my host, Ari- or my co-host Ariana. Hello. And we have two very special guests here tonight. Um, we are joined by Sarah of Illogical Contraction, who I did not know if I could say her last name or not, so I'm not going to. <laughs> um, hi, Sarah. It is it is a challenging last name to pronounce, so right. we should just leave it off. <laughs> And Ethnic. We, <laughs> we also have uh, the legendary border boss, uh, Scott. I go by border. Just and border. I, are you gonna are you gonna edit in the air horns when you say my name later? Oh, well, yes. Of All right. Thank you. Thank you. I actually don't know how to pronounce your last name properly. So. I like the long one. I like the one with the long tail at the end. <laughs> so, uh, welcome to the show, guys. Hi. Um, Hi. Tell us a little Hi. bit about yourselves. Um, um, okay. Well, go ahead. You go well, first, Sarah. <laughs> no, you, you go first, really Sarah. open-ended question. Uh, Scott enjoys long walks to buy eggs and uh, time left alone to cook them. Uh, mm. Yeah, that's that's pretty much all you need to know about him when he's not chalupaing for the greater good of humanity if you, um if you pull up the probably, boss instagram it's all eggs it is all, all eggs. eggs all eggs all the time i, I do recommend I, it i uh occasionally think about branching out because i'm because i'm more than one, i'm more than one thing you know people are more than one thing but uh you know like it's a betrayal i wanted to post some sprinkles last week but that's a betrayal it's a betrayal of the the message that I'm trying to get to do with my Instagram, the thing that I'm trying, the thing I'm trying to make, yeah, the world that, I'm trying to build. What is that sprinkle shit all about? Like, do you get charged for sprinkles? <laughs> you shouldn't. <laughs> you should never. Do get you? Because you shouldn't be. Yeah, you shouldn't get charged for sprinkles. <laughs> oh, so like in, is... in any circumstance, like if you Here. if you need sprinkles, that's a public good. Yeah, we moved right be... on into the socialist portion of the podcast, but Scott, you didn't just introduce me yet, so you're going to have to do that before we talk about sprinkles for all mankind. Sarah, Sarah's not the number one balut eater in her family. She's a contender, I think. It's Uncle Nick, actually, with seven. <laughs> Uncle Nick is Uncle Nick with seven. True. Uncle Nick just sat down True. and ate seven whole birds in pellet form. <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah. They just slide they're, right into Uncle yeah, Nick. Yeah, they're, they're, lubri- they're lubricated that way. Yeah. They just like He doesn't even right chew. Down. He just swallows them like juicy. a duck. He's got a whole nest of balut in his gut that, <laughs> that just slid right into place like Legos. <laughs> they're I, all I'm, stacked. I'm, he's got a wall, baby birds. I'm kind of wondering if like maybe an urban myth went around um, with balut that like the chicken will grow in your stomach and be born. Oh, I bet. Oh, oh like the fur yeah. tree that grew in the lung, right? Like, yeah. Sarah, they totally yeah. About that. White people will believe in anything, but Balut is definitely uh, known to cause a lot of fear on TV and in people's hearts. Uh, for, yeah. any, for anybody who doesn't know, Balut is uh, the final form of the egg. And by that, I mean there's a fetus inside of it, and you can eat it. A and human fetus. From what I understand, it's really good. I once tried to eat it, but I chickened out, and I think I'm going to go for it again eventually. Chickened uh, out! Chickened out! Did you hear that? <laughs> That was good. No pun intended. <clears throat> no pun intended. Oh yeah, so we should introduce Sarah because uh, we haven't done that <laughs> yeah, yet. Yeah, finally. <laughs> well, Scott kind of did. I mean, all you need to know is that I don't, uh, I me. don't win bullet contests in my family, but I do co-host along with seventeen other people Como a logical has- contraption. Yeah, <laughs> yes, and Como say Hasan, Como say hiatus. <laughs> 
<laughs> now you're the uh, you're the um, you're the leader of a logical contraption, correct? You are the. Uh... <laughs> No, no, no. We're uh, we're like a group of toys other, that bonds together to form a large toy. That the is, other guys uh, are um, unwieldy <laughs> moderators to my admin. No, they're uh, I'm I'm the Johnny Come Lately on that show, and um, all jokes aside, they're very very awesome dudes, and it's a fun podcast to get to be on and get frustrated and sigh during uh, every Sunday uh, from six to eight p.m. <laughs> I would no joke kill to have Corey on this show but he would never want to be on it because of uh, what's going to happen next. So um, we, uh, we're we going to skip news tonight because this is going to be an especially long episode. Um, for those of you who listened last week to uh, our episode with Jason, my co-host on The Blind Podsman, uh, we put together a custom playlist for him to listen to and see if he liked any songs. Um, so you guys, are you familiar at all with K-pop at all, like anything Korea. Do you know what Korea is? Do you know where Korea is? With the success yeah, of dude. Jason, Scott, my I'll feelings will first. be hurt. <laughs> we, we, we just listened to 400 minutes of K-pop, so of course, we're very familiar. I would not actually be surprised if this is actually 400 minutes of K-pop. <laughs> True. Uh, I listened to all three. I didn't get to Parker's uh, uh, playlist yet, but I've listened to all three of the other playlists, which means I've definitely done at least 400 minutes at this point. Oh, there you go. Um, Parker's yeah. I had I was, a lot of fun on because I could just get as twizzy as I wanted to get. Yeah. It looked like it. I saw some of the, like the, the, the thumbnails of the videos that were on there, and there was I saw some Juggalo makeup or something. Oh, hell yeah. In, in at least one of them, so I'm looking forward to digging into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, his, his lists are all videos that are like semi related to ghoul movies like the best that i could find um yeah so uh sarah are you familiar with k-pop at all i am yeah there's um i mean i was lucky to grow up somewhere where that was not an uncommon thing to know people that were into or south korea um better yet yeah i grew up in south korea um better yet there's uh the local antenna tv in uh the bay area where i live broadcast the Los Angeles K-pop channel um, pretty regularly. So in recent years, uh, I've watched quite a bit of that uh, in between Jeopardy times. So um, I wouldn't say I'm familiar with any individual artists, but I am relatively familiar within like a five-year range of uh, the sights and sounds of the phenomenon of K-pop. Perfect. And Scott, I know from the survey that you filled out that you... uh were a J-Rock aficionado in your earlier days? Yeah, it's all gone. I mean, like, I don't, you know, you hit a certain age and stop taking in new stuff. So I've heard all this stuff, but it just went in one ear and out the other in terms of the data. I'll remember the melodies and the songs, but I won't remember any of these. You could put the word, like, just girl and something <laughs> and tell me that that's the name of a band. Girls, active, girls, girls shower, sings. girls, shower, girls. And it probably <laughs> is. Shower, girls. There's actually a group called Girls Girls, which I think is just at Girls the point Day, where they stop trying. G friend. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of so you, a lot of ladies. You could be you could be lying to me right now and I wouldn't know. But uh like I when the the the, the current explosion of K pop happened, I was I, I like it's it's too too late for me to be picking that stuff up. I knew it was going on and I picked up some of it that I liked, but it, it's it was it's not something I could uh it's not a a star I can lash my wagon to at this point because I'm 300 years old. Well, I hope that uh, 
your guys' playlist brought you both a lot of joy, or at least some joy, or... Some fleeting. Some fleeting affection of some kind. Maybe you fell in love for a minute, Scott, with uh, multiple ladies. Sarah, perhaps you found something you could tolerate. But I guess or fell in love with some ladies some, some also. Multiple ladies. Sarah, you, Sarah, you can definitely fall in love with ladies. It's, yeah. it's There's no problem with that. <laughs> Scott, well, Scott. It's 2017. It's 2017. Yeah, jinx. <laughs> Scott uh, made a preference on his survey that uh, no dudes. So, um, yeah, no dudes. And then Sarah. Although, like, I actually ended, I ended up liking some of the dude songs on Sarah's playlist probably more than some of the other stuff. So uh -oh. I should have demanded more dudes. More guys. Send more dudes. <laughs> Uh, Sarah, Always. I know you didn't fill out a survey, so I tried hard to it's find true. like stuff that sounded like Beach House and Slow Dive. Um, <laughs> I, I googled to see if there is a Korean neutral milk hotel. There is not, unfortunately. Oh, so. I can't even be insulted at that. It's so accurate. <laughs> uh, I know there's uh, a ladies code video on your list, which they're basically like the Korean Tori Amos, so maybe that. Anyway, so uh, we should get started then. Um, shit. Uh, Sarah, do you think you could send me that list you made? Uh, well, I wrote it out by hand, oh, so okay, I'm just going to steer the ship now. That's what's happening. Guys, um, meet your new host, so... Sarah. <laughs> yeah, meet your new host. Um, thank you guys for warming everything up for me. This bullet to just slide right in. Uh, I think that the first one that Scott and I both have on the same playlist um it's the first song on mine and i'm pretty sure scott had russian roulette on his i'm just looking at my notes this is right uh, now this is uh actually one of the first like k-pop songs i was really familiar with me I too have, uh, thanks my, to jared yeah my uh bff jared came to visit last christmas he's actually from the bay area too well he's from here but he lives in the bay area and uh he came and he was like, hey, man, check out this song I've been listening to nonstop. Oh, and then I went and heard it 25 times the in last the time, of two days. <laughs> the last time we saw him before this, it was uh, Ariel Pink's Haunted Graffiti. Yeah. Like, just one song that... One song by Ariel and Pink's it's just, Haunted it's Graffiti. And it's still reverberating in my head. La, 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 yeah. La. So, uh, Jared. what did you guys think of Russian Roulette? Uh, I'm sorry, I realize I might be wrong, and that might not have been on Scott's list. Um, oh, I it's have it. for I have sure it. on yours. You do? Okay, yeah, I know it's I know it's for sure on mine. What number is it on yours, Scott? Because I numbered, I numbered all yours. Um, have I ever told you, Ariana, that we're the worst host of all time? Six. Okay, so uh, I thought that Russian roulette. Let me pull up my my. We're very, uh, we're very like we are extremely unprepared. We're very like submissive hosts. <laughs> I thought this was a super playful song about a death game. That was my first impression. Um, and that there were really good colors in the video, but I wasn't sure if the itchy and the cartoons that they used in the music video were licensed or if this is some like unlicensed illegal knockoff bootleg it's shit. Definitely. I have um, a feeling they might've been bought from a street vendor in Hong Kong. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, my, I created a rating scale. Um, I'm wow. neurotic. Wow. Yeah, Jesus. I'm neurotic like that. Yeah, I sure did. Um, Can you host the show for now? <laughs> based on the number of bands, the average number of band members for a lot of these groups, which might not be the average, um, but I picked five. So five out of five band members um, on a on a one to five scale of danceability and enjoyment, 
Um, I gave Russian Roulette a five. I will say that this was the first of 24 songs that I listened to, so I might have been a little bit more generous in the beginning as opposed to towards the end. Um, so Russian Roulette benefited from being like the brightest out of the gate and the first out of the gate. Um, and I couldn't really tell if the moral of the story in the video, which I like to think about video meanings, uh, was about bullying or killing your friends. Um, and if that tied back to the uh, actual song title. But I tried specifically, for as neurotic as I am about making a rating scale and taking a lot of notes, I tried to not look any of these bands up, either to see when the songs came out or what the songs were actually about. Uh, I have to apologize to you guys because uh, my thing was I was just going to have everyone like pick out just 10 songs to oh, talk no. about, we're but Patrick hard. is not for that. He wants to be here for like four hours, so... It won't take that four, long. 400. 400, 400 hours. hours. <laughs> I have notes on all of them, so if we get to the end and I haven't covered my notes, we're using my notes. Cool. We're going <laughs> to sit here until I've read my notes. Okay. Scott is just... writing those notes right now. You do what you need to do with it when I'm done, but you're getting all my notes, whether you like it or not. He's doing he's so, doing the homework as right before the test starts. So yeah, uh, Scott. What, so uh, so uh, yeah, the, I mean, this video, the video, like the, one of the things that fell short for me, and we're like, I know after I listened to your uh, your fr uh, frisbee episode that you guys talk about the videos more. And I actually didn't pay much attention to the videos. I just kind of listened to the music. I mean, this I one I watched. Jason's like a cinematic kind of guy. Like, personally, I care more about the music. Like, I, the videos don't really stick with me. I'm more into the videos. Like, I know some of the songs on here are, some, are live performances. One of them, I think, is just the song and nothing else because there is no video for it. But uh, I'm very... I think uh, the video kind of makes up, like, 50% of the song's... Uh, Quality. Well, we'll get we'll, we'll get to the live performance thing because I have some feelings about that. But this this video this video pounds. Uh, it looks like some sort of Target commercial with like a Wes Anderson color palette, but then it's all about murder and suicide, and I love murder and suicide. Um, so that really works for me. And then the girls are doing that like step up to the streets robot dance, like a lightweight version of that, where they when they land, the whole thing kind of shakes. Bam! Yeah, I like that. Uh, that's a private passion of mine. If I forgot <laughs> to share that. Um, if I spoke Korean, I might understand why, you know, all the, the death and mayhem is happening in this, but I have no idea. It, it just looks like a... Pretty sure the call. lyrics don't have anything to do I with that. I have no Nothing idea what this song is about, so... I actually almost song, never look at the translations, so... I, I think this is... A song, like, these girls are scrubbed-looking. I don't know if it's the makeup or not, but it looks like someone just rubbed them with a washcloth really hard before the uh, the video started. <laughs> just yeah. some wa They waxed them. I guess they're waxed up. Um, and then uh, here's here's like here's some things I'm going to be saying a lot because like and I talked to Sarah about this, that this made some of the some of the, the words we use because you're you're both so young and tender. You're still young and tender and still have your lives ahead of you. You may not know sorry, some of the how words. How old are you? We're 400 years 400. old. <laughs> We're 400. Because I'm so, 30 you know, and she's 25. Do you not 20, know how old I am? 26. <laughs> oh my god anyway so, scott and i are playing a game called um what 1987 to 1993 <laughs> references uh yeah. nobody else on this call gonna get or appreciate because we're old and close to death yeah so i think so i think that this one i can't remember like i wrote down some words that that were just mayhem I, there's scratches there's obviously there's some like of when the people do the five line countdown when they start slashing out the lines, that happened on my notes too. So apparently, I was very close to the edge. <laughs> um, but for some reason, I wrote down that this reminds me of Expose, and I don't think it does. I think it reminds me of the Jets. Oh, uh, 
this song nice. like makes like and then they do some of that you know glitchy overlapping uh, vocal stuff in the chorus that's pretty good so this song overall was was, was a pretty good one um I, i'm pretty sure it was the jets although i think this is also the song that when i went back and looked at it it uses the same part that paula abdul used every single one of her hits there's like a thing that Paula Abdul does every fucking song, and it's in this song. I think I, if I had five more minutes, I could prove it, but no one's gonna care. Well, no one's gonna care once I'm done talking. But that's a fact. <laughs> it, it's funny. I don't think it's on any of your list, but there's a song by a group called G Friend called Fingertip, and like immediately when they started their whole like dance routine, like if you watch it, they're copying out Rhythm Nation by Janet Jackson, and like nobody Perfect. in Korea is gonna get that. Yeah. Well, there's obviously some, there's some things that were on this that are way more deliberate that like I, I hear some melodies that are just taken and mm. some things that are just straight up taken. And I know that the people do that now, like everybody does it. Like when that one little Wayne song, like when a Millie came out, all of a sudden everybody had that exact beat with no, yeah. like no apologies. They just took that beat and started making new songs on top of it. Like it's so identifiable. So I guess you it's could just do that now. You could just have some communal. Yeah, it's, it's like what's it's happened. It's a communal beat. <laughs> it's the people's beat. It's the people's beat. I, as beat. a socialist, believe in ripping off other See, people's music. See, this is this is the leftist part of the podcast. <laughs> I, I got us there. I knew I'd get us there somehow. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, yeah. So I don't know. I, I we really do not. I mean, I know Scott and I took a lot of notes that we can read to you guys or just to ourselves uh, at night alone. But I, we don't have to go through all four hundred songs. Um, we could go through whatever the highlights are for you guys. So. That works for me, too. Uh, okay. Do you want to go next, Scott? Scott, with one from your list? Or, um, yeah, like, maybe, I like, your favorite one? Oh, my God. My intent was to go through them all. <laughs> so we can do this any do way it. you guys Let's want. Do Let's do it. I, I just didn't take any notes that said if I liked it. I just kind of wrote stuff and figured, Good. you know. Cool. You know, when we got to it, it would be... Uh, let me. I'm, I'm gonna look and see just if I Scott's see the word rating best. Scale is just girl. Well, pretty. no, no, no. So the first song on Scott's list, my note. Um, when I listened to his playlist, I didn't listen objectively. I compared it and was very like insulted about whether or not he deserved to get some of the songs that he got on his playlist. <laughs> um, and I was definitely irritated that the very first one, which is uh, Nine Muses, Gun, right. um, that, that was this like that was great. This great, like, Enrique Iglesias, Squirrel Nut Zippers mashup beat was not on my list. I was very irritated about that. So, um, you're lucky, Scott. That's a good that's a good one to start with. I For only gave it a three and a half out of five <laughs> dance members. But, um, but yeah, that was, was a good one out the gate. You know something? Uh, like, I don't think there's literally nine people in that group. So. Yeah. Is there? There, is, like, there was at one time. Oh, yeah, there was another with eight. Okay. This is the one, doesn't this one start off with some kind of Aerosmith intro? Yeah. Like it actually seems like it's going to be a commercial for jeans or a steakhouse or something like that where it's like, yeah, so that's bad. That's like very far from anything that I like. But then the the video, the video, the video was pretty good though. It looks real cinematic and it has that, you know, bleached out uh, or that like low, uh, low saturation color scheme. So I felt like I was really, I was watching like a a new Avengers movie or something only it was all (laughs) Korean women. With no armor. <laughs> That's the new Avengers movie. Yeah. <laughs> I would yeah. probably watch that. Yeah, me too. I think after Doctor Strange, like Marvel could really use a lot of better things happening an in their Korean cinematic re- universe. An all Korean girl reboot of the Avengers. Oh, yeah. yeah. But... There's something. There's something that we talk like Sarah and I discuss this externally. That uh, and this is where I need some rope to hang myself with. Like because this may not. 
really apply as much as I think it does. But a lot of this stuff comes from something in the 90s that I didn't like, which is like Christina Aguilera type pop, where it's a little throaty, where the women like have dirty a little. Not yes. really. Not, yeah, yeah. But not not so much that it's dirty or something, but just that they try and be soulful when they aren't really being soulful. Like they try and get little guts into their singing. And I used to like the pop that was like you were dead inside. Like the cars, <laughs> like like I like new, new Wave where you're supposed to be dead and you don't have any soul and you're not trying to be, you know, bluesy or um, or let anybody know that you have any emotions or trying to hide that. That is a great segue into the next song on your list. And the main notes on mine, aside from giving it a four out of five, is that it sounds like the beat sounds a lot like the Eurythmics and Eurasia. Um, but it, the band's name was Dal Shabet. Yeah. Dal Shabet. Also, yeah. also Ariana's pick. Yeah. This is like, this actually reminds me of the really like the chintzier J pop that I used to like, like Max and Speed, uh, where it's supposed to be like pump up music and there's a horn on every beat. You know, that, that's not not too bad, uh, you know, and, and, and it's a very dead video. It's all white with people dressed in black and stuff like that. That so total lack of emotion. Perfect. It's yeah, I'm listening thing. to it now. This really works for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't think I remember anything beyond that. I just remember saying, yeah, this kind of makes me, makes me think of speed. Just, you just speed. snap some points at it and that's his approval. Take, take <laughs> speed. I, I brushed my hand on the screen. It didn't move. Think, thinking of a, a younger time. Uh, Sarah, what did you think of uh, Dal Shabbat? Shabbat? Well, the Eurythmics and Erasure references, that's a a compliment for me, because those are both two bands that were formative or are still impactful, so. When making your list, I thought a lot of, like, new wavy kind of stuff would appeal to you, because it kind of appeals to me. But I picked that one. I know you picked that one, but I picked some new wavy stuff, too. Uh Okay. She likes all all the songs that I put on Scott's list, so... (laughs) Whatever. Yeah. I'm yeah, pretty happy right now. <laughs> Scott and I came onto your show to sow strife between the two of you and make uh, one of you the winner of our contest called Which of the Old Things from Our Youth Does This Remind Us of? <laughs> yeah. I have to have a point of reference. I, I, I scramble desperately for uh, relevance as I slide into the grave. But, <laughs> But most, actually, more of Sarah's list, I think, was my taste. Like, I, when I was listening to it, I was like, man, everything on Sarah's list sounds like Sade or Swing Out Sister or um, <laughs> well, Level 42. Yeah. So that's why I, want, yeah, I we wanted more of that. Yeah, we did shit. It's yeah. a good thing you guys listen to each I'm other's stuff. i not very stuff. good at this. <laughs> I don't know. That Jason oh, no. episode is pretty successful. Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy about that. <laughs> I think Scott and I are just greedy and want what other people have in general. Yeah. So it could have been. It's not exactly. really, not really based on anything uh, that you guys did or didn't do. There's a lot of really good stuff uh, on both of our lists, and just a lot of jealousy and bitterness that'll come from Scott or I, regardless of the topic or what we're just. I wouldn't have it any other way. Well, uh, I saw the- your I saw your 400 songs, and I saw my 400 songs. I wanted all 400 songs. Yeah, I, I want. Yeah. I want. No, it was only four hundred. No, I want it all. He, he just wanted two sets of four hundred. <laughs> uh, but the we did share the third song on your list, Scott. Uh, the Wonder Girls song is the eleventh song on my list, um, and I made a lot of notes here that kind of look like I was scribbling. Um, band names in a Trapper Keeper if I had been able to afford a Trapper Keeper when I was in second grade. Um, <laughs> names names like Janet Jackson and Shaka yeah. Khan and 
Gloria Stefan and can, Sheila E. and can Robert I take Palmer. You guys, can I take you guys way back to the year 2003 real quick? So yeah, that's a long time. When I was a freshman in high school, I, oh, actually, I think I was in eighth grade in 2003. I'm not sure. Oh, my God. Anywho, <laughs> anywho up. I, was, I was obsessed with Grand Theft Auto Vice City and um, mostly the 80s soundtrack that came with it. Like, I really, really, really love 80s music. I know that's, like, the typical millennial, like, retro thing to do is to like 80s music, but, like, it's always, like, appeal to me. Like, I love New Order. I love, like fucking robert palmer i love uh the guy whose name i can't pronounce he's italian um yeah oh, Giorgio you, you know how you know how mad i felt last episode when you guys just dropped the ball on Giorgio moroder what like i know you tried but you failed <laughs> anywho so when i first saw i feel you George like Mordor. i was so fucking in love with this video i think Mordor, I watched it yeah. several times in a row what did you guys think of it uh, the Wonder Girls here. This, yes. uh, yeah. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's almost a little too on the nose. Like it's almost, it's obviously like I, I look these, I look, I look these gals up, and uh, they uh, like they're known for being retro. I guess that's their thing. Is like just aping certain areas. Kind of later, uh, kind of later in their careers. Like, yeah. When they first started, they were just like kind of a typical girl band. They actually, um, in 2010, they started touring in America, and they actually had their own movie on the Nickelodeon Teen Channel, and wow. that kind of started to spell the end of their career in Korea. So, <laughs> well, you know, this the video starts with a with a woman unzipping her crotch, so that's good, and then um, the woman the woman fulfilling the role of the bassist is playing a White Steinberger, which is a really very 80s instrument that I've always wanted because it's prohibitively expensive. Um, it's not a good bass, but I want one. Uh, but then the song sounds almost exactly like Come Go With Me by Expose. Expose is the name I think I'm going to be saying the most. <laughs> so you, so I've got good news for you guys. You would really be a fan of the band Expose if you're not now, because gonna, it sounds like all 400 of these songs, basically. I am familiar with Expose, and I uh, am a fan. Yeah. This is like the, the, the synths, at least, of this song are exactly Come Go With Me. It's like the same... Uh, the same song, which is good, and that's not a bad thing for me. That's uh, the this song was all right. Yeah, so, I liked it too. All of the names that I referenced earlier were positive references to me. Of like, if you just took little bits of each of those performers and their songs and put them in a Vitamix and just drank whatever bright pink thing came out of that. Um, yeah, it was. It's definitely. I mean, I think at this point, like, um, even though Scott and I aren't. Uh, super familiar i'll speak for you scott on this with you know the ins and outs of k-pop we kind of get the like highly overproduced um elements of it from a visual and music standpoint and this is like a really in my opinion like a fun very very overdone um you know on the nose or like highly curated uh sort of mashup of a lot of things that were very good about the 80s i assume this is all this stuff's all like spengalied up right there's like masterminds that just bring these people together like boy bands and, and chart their course. It or is you, as inauthentic as you think it is. It's completely yeah. manufactured and that's fine by me. Um, yeah, no, everything is done. Uh, it, everything is done by the terms of a business decision and creativity kind of comes second. But I mean, I would say that's just the nature of music in general, but it's just, it's like, especially... it's way fucking worse in Korea. Mm. So, but uh, sometimes good things come out of it. So, 
Yeah, it, it's not necessarily a bad thing for me. I just, it's just, uh, I, I just wondered if, if there was a garage band version of some of these, like these these <laughs> girls just come together and put put their dance moves together in, in the in the backyard and then. You know. Actually, they're they're. Uh, crayon pop, which I think is on one of your guys' list. Uh, that's it's, the, that's the there's closest. two of those. Yeah, two of those story. are on Scott's. They're both on Scott's list. They they were kind of they were kind of that. They just got together and made a group and kind of hit it big and then sort of disappeared. We have a whole episode yeah. about them on the show. They're fantastic. Um, but yeah, uh, it, I would actually liken. I, I would say that liking k-pop is more it's more like being into pro wrestling than it is to actually be into like music because you tend to you tend to kind of like personalities more than the actual sounds mm-hmm. so and of course it's i mean it's to a point kind of fake too i don't know it, it this the show kind of was birthed from like sort of me listening to a bunch of virtual pros and thinking hey this kind of seems like the same kind of like culture as k-pop so why don't i give that a shot and here we are What's Virtual yeah. Pros? Is that like a podcast or something? Yeah, it's a podcast uh, hosted by Al, a person you know in real life, and my kid, <laughs> a person that all four of us know in real life, um, about the oh, wrestling. Oh, okay. I, I thought it was just an outlet it. for really great t-shirts. <laughs> t-shirt, t-shirt it, outlet. I love that podcast. It, it's, yeah. a, it's a clothing store. <laughs> t-shirt Pros. It's a streetwear. A streetwear. <laughs> Um, the next song on Scott's list, I had a lot of mixed feelings about, not to segue away from, uh, Russell chat. You're about to break Um, my fucking heart, Sarah. (laughs) No, I gave it a, I gave it a four out of five. Um, but it reminded me quite a bit of waiting for tonight. Um, and (laughs) am I, am I right or wrong? Um, and also some elements of Night at the Roxbury, uh, Saturday Night Live sketch. And movie. So um, I, I also like while I created um, the out of five band members rating system um, kind of for the sake of the podcast, I did also think about some of these of like, what would I actually put on in the event that it's one of the like three nights a year that I leave the house and put makeup on before doing so. And this might be one of the songs that would be involved in that uh, grooming ritual. Oh, yeah. thank God. There, there's at least three or four hang-up songs on here, which uh, I think I'd have to end the show if you guys say you hate it. But... <laughs> well, this song, I like that you guys managed to read between the lines and figure out that I have a secret passion for really trashy industrial and cyber goth. Because yes. this music could definitely be used to score that gif of the teens dancing under the bridge uh, with the LED <laughs> rings. Like, this, it's, like, I know it's, not, it's probably not what they were really shooting for, but it is. It, it's. It, it. This could be a lot I, of different things. The reason I chose this performance is because uh, number one, I don't think there's a music video for the song, and if it is, I've yet to find it. And number two, because it's it's this lady has such like a weird like mesmerizing stage presence. It's like it, it seems it feels like she takes control of everything around her. I don't know if she's really, a commanding presence. Yeah, she's a very commanding presence, and yeah, I do dig the whole like trashy industrial goth music too. Well, she I mean, sings her whole song 90s. into she sings the whole song into her coke nail, which is pretty cool. Yes. It's, it's like it's, a, it's like it's, a, it's like it's a conduit to the next world for her to sing directly into it the entire time. I, I really like that part. It's and a every, portal. Everything about her stage presence is like all stylized by her like that's all her idea yeah she's she's one of the few people who has actual like creative control over her own music and stuff nice 
Yeah, this was this one like this one didn't really hit the mark for me in terms of uh, the live thing that I was feeling. Like this this music was fine, but there's some of these, especially some of the '90s ones, the live TV segments, really feel good to me because I don't know if we do that anymore. I don't really watch a lot of TV right now, so I don't know if America does that. But that was definitely like a '70s thing. Was these variety shows with the the star glitzy lights, like they would sort of twinkle as a star on the screen and like crystal gale would come out and sing a really boring song into like a really long microphone like bob barker microphone <laughs> i like that scott and i are so out of touch with what actually happens on tv these days that yeah. watching oh, I well, korean pop videos on youtube is our portal into modernity <laughs> well the thing is about korean pop music is that it's 20 years behind us so... i haven't like turned on cable on a television yeah like, i haven't watched tv years. in a very long time so well, I think we do do this kind of thing now. I think like all those America's Got Talent shows kind of fill some of this, but it's not the same. Like, it, it, you no. know, in, in, in the olden days, it was like an announcer would come out and say, you know, here's Casey and the Sunshine Band or something. And then, you know, they would just play the whole an entire song and then go to commercial. And, and I, don't, I don't think that happens in the same way anymore. But even the shows like America's Got Talent, like I feel like, and this could just be paled by my, you know, cataract aging eyes, is I I feel like shows like Star Search, you know, were so much more glamorous and showy and less like, here's somebody that can burp the alphabet and more like, let's actually pretend like this is going to lead to somebody having a pop career. Do you remember the show Putting on the Hits? No. When was that on? It was an 80s show, but it was like, it was a lip sync challenge, but you had to actually put on the whole routine. Like you had to come out with the the clothing and the gear yeah, and like lip sync. Like yeah. yeah, perfect. You had to perfectly lip sync the song and put on the performance like you were doing a rock video. And I, yeah. I, they, I was a, exactly I was a child. Yeah, they literally is. just did that show in Korea this year. Well, they just caught up to 1983. They just caught up to it. Yeah. But it's almost like they're pulling and parsing sort of like the better elements of pop culture <laughs> like refining them and then doing them a little bit better um than what we're doing now because when we were talking about i mean obviously pop music and you know the united states has been ultra manufactured and business decision oriented for its entirety but i feel like um a lot of the personas that are out now from the little um that i know mostly thanks to instagram of and uh, like you know i don't know tabloid covers i guess in the grocery store um like a lot of the the brand of American pop stars is like, oh, you get to know them so well through their Instagram accounts and oh, aren't they real? And I'm sure in Korea, they, you know, in South Korea, they do the same thing. Um, but it's a little bit easier for us to be like, oh, yeah, this is super like manufactured and groomed. Whereas here, I think it's a lot less charming to give, give a shit or not about if Justin Bieber is like actually making his own creative decisions. I'd rather just listen to pop music where I know that someone figured out, you know, what level of auto-tune people were most likely to respond to and then just do a good job doing it. Yep. I don't have any problem. I don't have a problem with a computer figuring out what I want to hear and then giving me exactly that. It's a like yeah, an algorithm. technology. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I have recently somebody hipped me to uh, like uh, Vietnamese pop and that it's it's really dated sounding. It's really like uh, some of it is really, it, it really like is old, like old timey beyond old, like not doesn't sound like the 80s. It actually sounds like the stuff I heard definitely sounds like old yeah, schmaltzy. Yeah, it's like know. traditional pop music. It's like Enka, Enka or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like North and, Korean but, pop music. Yeah. But they just play, they have shows like this that just go on for hours. Like, I forget what it is. There's a famous one. You guys probably know Paris at Night or something like that. Um, 
and it's just this it's just they're just these five hour blocks on youtube that you can just watch of these glitzy stage shows that will look like this of vietnamese singers and it's awesome <laughs> it sounds incredible it's incredible it's all golden light like this and like you know sparkling dresses and really sad old you know sa sad songs sung like with you know dispassion or something like that i watched i watched so uh, a serb or a serbian um music Film. variety show on youtube yeah <laughs> serbian they oh my god um anyway it was like a serbian like music variety show on youtube and a guy comes out and starts performing while smoking and drinking and he was singing like this oh yeah that guy was awesome. yeah that dude ruled and like Perfect. he was just singing this like folk song about like i i'm pretty sure like the subtitles made it imply that he's gonna like shoot his girlfriend for cheating on him yeah um yeah exactly exactly i'm very into that kind of shit not the shooting people but i mean like just like the very like sort of uh i don't even know how to describe it i guess like it's like kind of, uh, fuck it. I don't even know what I'm uh, Why don't you like Serge Next song. Why don't you like Serge Gainsbourg then? Because Serge Gainsbourg is disgusting <laughs> and he's a pedophile. <laughs> True. Well, that's a great segue. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, <laughs> uh, dream, the Dreamcatcher song, which uh, on was on Scott's list. Kind of. What are we yeah, like? Almost a third of the you way. You threatened me with this band, but then you actually went for it. I thought we were kidding. No, then, I. Then as here, soon here as you said J Rock, I'm like, I know exactly what's going on yeah, this list because they are J Rock. Because they're basically yeah. anime. Well, you know, I like occult rituals, so the intro was fine. I, I love anything witchy and cult, but then I kind of checked out because I don't particularly want to see gorgeous people squad dancing uh, to <laughs> overture, overtures of the darkness, and you know, I don't ever really want to hear distorted rock guitar in my pop music. I, like I. It's separate. I don't really want metal guitar in my in in, in pop. It's, it's got to be elsewhere. So I also it, they lost this me a would, uh, This would appeal to Sarah Murphy's Wednesday Adams oh, uh, part it, of her brain. It, so it does to the from an aesthetic standpoint, but from a musical standpoint, it. Um, my main note is uh, that they should that it's basically the Trans Siberian Orchestra, and it's not yeah. Christmas. I really so I don't need to hear. Her. I really That's hate Dreamcatcher's music, but I do like their aesthetic a lot. Yeah, I like their yeah. look, and I like their uh, I like their whole gimmick, but I really don't care at all for uh, anything they have to sing. So we did Red Velvet. Uh, I guess no. I That's I on my so. list. It's on you your list. It? No, we didn't do it. It's on we didn't mine, do Russian, too. Russian Roulette? Oh, wait. Yeah, we did Russian that... Roulette. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Song. I have another Red Velvet song on my list, the Ice Cream Cake song. Yeah. Sorry, got. I forgot I had Funny two. enough, that song was actually supposed to be on Scott's list, but I was doing both of yours at the same time, and it got mixed up. Yeah. We will see. We're not uh, the same, okay? Just because we're old. <laughs> just because we're old, Patrick, we're not interchangeable, okay? I really, it, it's it's very painful that you can't tell Scott and I apart at this point. <laughs> do, you, do you guys know what an expression wheel is? like eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know like what the expression wheel is on a keyboard? Uh, no, it's like, what is it? Like like on the, like on a on a you know on like an actual synthesizer. There's the two wheels sometimes on the side that you'll see like oh yeah a guy bend and bends the note. Well, in like like a Prince song, like Glamorous Life, when the synths would go like woo, yeah, doo, 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 woo, that's like an expression wheel. Any time you find that, that's my favorite song. This I forgot that the, <laughs> that the Russian that the Russian roulette song has ex a whole expression wheel synthesizer solo at the end where the person just goes bananas on that wheel. 
so I guess that this turned out to be my favorite song by a technicality. I didn't realize that this had happened, but we're done. Oh. We're, do- we're done. Show's Close over. it up, everybody. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. I forgot that we found my favorite song already. So we're good to go. Wow. Right off the bat. Look at that, Ariana. Yeah. yeah. The next song was uh, Sarah, Sarah on my list. I'm taking over. Was Goo Goo Don, Girl Like Me. Is it Goo Goo Don? Uh, yeah. It means Goo-goo times dolls. table in, uh, in <laughs> Korean. They're nice. a math band. Like, They're math core. I think. I think you guys probably already, like Frisbee had this too, didn't he? Because yeah, I remember him. I, like I didn't know what you songs you guys were talking about necessarily, but he said that half of it was a vaporwave gif, and mm-hmm. this this um, was that. Vaporwave girl is the patron saint of this podcast, actually. That's but, fantastic. Yeah, there's a, there's a little there's a little too much balls in the singing, a little too much soul. Uh, but then the chorus kicks in, and it's all just you know sliced up vocals over a big idiotic trap drum, <laughs> the big trap <laughs> trap. And uh, you know, and 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 it and it's pretty nonstop. And then the video just becomes kind of like a train ride through like a deviant art subreddit. Uh, <laughs> after that, I kind of so, so so I was all right with this one. I think I can't remember the song, but I think I was all right with the uh, the visual expression. Sarah, um, I unfortunately have a series of the letter Z all strung together. Which, <laughs> That's uh, awesome. <laughs> I don't know how many it takes uh-huh. for that to spell sleeping or snoring to you, but however many it is, that's how many there are. And again, I should say, like, I powered through <laughs> no, all no, of the songs, great. like, no, all in one, rules. all in one sitting. And oh, Jesus. Uh, almost all in that? one sitting. <laughs> well, because I'm, I, I'm neurotic and I was like, I'm just going to all, yeah, all 400, no, all 400 minutes at the same time. Um, so yeah, and again, like I think maybe if I had done like a song a day over the last year, I might have given each of them a little bit of their own shine. But this one, uh, compared to some of the other ones on Scott's list that I envied very much, um, just wasn't for me. Just wasn't very for good. me as This much. is my favorite song of the year so far. Fuck. I'm sorry. I. Why are you looking at me? Because you keep like congratulating them on hating <laughs> my shit. That's why. <laughs> Okay, well, what's next? Roly Poly by Tiara. Oh, God. Put another stake in my heart. <laughs> oh, Tiara. I just thought it was Tara. No, it's So Tiara. did I. Mm. <laughs> do they know how we spell Tiara? Because we don't spell it this I don't way. think they do. <laughs> I'm going to put a dash in front of my name and be Sara. Tiara. 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 I gave this a four out of five. Um... And said, uh, oh, I didn't say anything. I just wrote LMFAO. Not the abbreviation yeah. for that um, emotion or physical response, but in reference to the short-lived band LMFAO, yeah. which a few of these songs reminded me of. I think this well, song was th- pre-LMFAO, maybe? I think like 2011, 12. I don't know. Keep going. There's a there's a thing like you know uh, this is the the obvious point of reference. I don't know if you if you guys ever actually said the words Psy Gangnam Style on this show yet, or do you dance around that topic? Um, because I think it got brought up in like a quick history lesson. We talk about Psy. Yeah, we've talked about Psy yeah. before. Oh. But there's that synth that woo 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 that's that's all over that song, and it's all over a bunch of these songs. I don't know if that's a genre thing. I don't know if that comes from someplace. This song ha- definitely had it in some spots, and that and and. Like that slidey. Psy references a bunch of like older songs and like his music, so this was probably yeah. referenced in Gangnam Style. 
Yeah, uh, I, I think it's pretty interesting that it, it's almost like they're a little bit confused about where the 70s and the 80s went, because this is kind of like they're doing the 70s dance that I think they're trying to, you know, they're actually talking about sort of being doing the hustle or whatever. But all the videos are all the visuals are 80s. So they got the background wrong. Time just blends dance. together over there. Or like or maybe is, maybe maybe TV is just scrambled like Western TV. Does it come through scrambled and they have to like watch it, you know. Uh, in green and red lines or something like that. So it's a little, that's a little off, but the song itself had some, uh, the, another thing that I liked that I didn't mention is I like the old 90s, like drill and bass, drum and bass IDM stuff. And I think that there was some of those kind of drums in this hidden, hidden here and there. There's some like some twitchy, um, distorted drums. Unless that was just me playing it uh, really bad, like through a really bad speaker or something like that. No, no, it's there. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. I like that stuff. So that, that that came through for me. I would probably not have scored this high. I think maybe Sarah's going a little easy on this because of the 80s visuals. I'm accusing. Wow. That's a strong I think word. maybe you're going a little easy. Four? Fighting I don't know words. Yeah, four. I, I This, again, is like on the, you know, maybe it's going to be one of the three nights a year I leave the house. And I think I would potentially put this on my like get ready and get presentable list I, so. I frankly don't know what a group of girls do when they go out so as far as i know this is what happens honestly looks right so, it looks right to me yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah it's it's pretty pretty perfectly what we do I, i've only ever spoken to a handful of women ever and this is just the kind of this is just what i think happens <laughs> they go to a discotheque I have some references to bachelorette parties later on on this list, but um, we'll get to those. <laughs> I, I really uh, hope those references are in lieu to the next uh, video, Abracadabra. Is this the one that did we t did we talk about this in the past when you were going on one of your many voyages of posting uh, K-pop gifts to some Twitter thread? Yeah, I like think this. Is, uh, I feel like we've covered some of the the, 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 the love making that happens in this video. Yeah. Else, oh man. Else. Okay. Before we get into this, I should mention um, if I had to make a top ten list of best songs of all time, this is definitely on there. So please. Like, the song, the song, or the like, gifts that you get out of of all time. I like how this was a like, hey, let's make a playlist for each of you. We can, you know, introduce you to it and talk about what you think, and then we get on here, and it's like you guys better like these fucking songs, <laughs> or else that's it. Like or we're being threatened. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, um, I, I'm okay. I promise. One thing I don't like, and this goes for everybody from like Shania Twain to Kesha, is I don't like when they do the broken microphone girl rapping thing. Like when a woman just kind of talks through like a megaphone sound. Yeah. Over song, well, bum, 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 in a lot of like, oh, man, in a lot Korea of, not for you, in then. a lot of K-pop <laughs> groups, the rapper is just someone who's who like, sing. who's someone who can't sing but is really attractive, so they just keep them on there and they say they're a rapper. Yeah, well, there's a cool part where the boss lady in the boss chair uh, with the boss cane starts to rap, and I, I could tell for sure she's in charge, <laughs> and then, I, and then I heard. On her command, all the other ladies start to writhe and make love in sexy animal print bikinis. And then she starts singing. Is that also what happens when girls hang out? Like, oh, totally. Yeah. There's a boss lady. There's always a, there's always a queen bee boss lady. And who, she tells us when to she gives, <laughs> When she gives the command, the rest writhe. Uh, and then she starts line. singing. She sings in like a choppy robot voice later. And that, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm the one who's wrong. But there's some sort of master and servant dominance play going on in this. And it, it really took the, the video uh, close to the top for me. 
I like yeah, the I, play in the video. I noted that this was um, additionally, this was the most homoerotic video to date. And I think I meant to date of this playlist. The, the whole, not whole world, like the a, whole world. Not of my life. <laughs> Um, but then I also wrote above that hot topic. So I think I meant to say the most homoerotic hot topic video to date uh, in the world of my life. Um, I appreciate that the border boss himself recognized the boss lady in this yeah. video for the powers that she has. She um, is the Korean uh, queen of egg eating over there. So I think um, <laughs> that's not a pun either uh, or a double. She's a the double 38th um, parallel boss. That's a geographic reference. I think that this song would have been a little different for me. Like there were a few where I definitely got distracted by what was happening in the video in either a good or a bad way. And it was hard for me with this one to not put on my very annoying, like feminist critique hat of like, wait a second, is this lady like fucking up this dude who did her wrong or was a little too rough with her um, the night before by strapping a bomb to him. Yeah. By strapping a bomb to him. So my like notes about homoerotic stuff get derailed by like a discuss, like an internal dialogue about rape culture and like, Oh, this is kind of a cool (laughs) video response to that. And then right after that, I say, this is probably a good song for Zumba. So clearly (laughs) all over the map with this. Um, And I think the, the, I gave it a three out of five because I think, to me, it's a little bit more of a soul cycle um, tempo builder <laughs> song. Um, but I definitely appreciate uh, the level of homoeroticness in this video because, for as many all girl, all the time videos as I watch, there was a, su- that, and I guess not surprising, but um, there should always be more uh, homoerotic behavior um, in all videos. So it's funny I appreciated you, that. It's funny you mentioned that because the girl. Uh, in this video that gets uh, stroked upon by the other girls actually has a single called Bloom, which is all about how uh, kind of about... It's actually kind of considered like a South Korean feminist manifesto because it's pretty much like... The whole song is about like, hey, fucking is cool and you shouldn't be ashamed of it, which like is kind of unheard of And also female masturbation. And female masturbation. So, I mean, like it's... It's a pretty cool song, and also, Fucking like, it's a very... Fucking cool, even when dicks aren't involved. Yeah, and it's, like, it's a pretty brave thing saying. to do, especially in, like, 2011. In South Korea. In South Korea, which Christian is... country. Yeah, the most Christian yeah, country sure. on the planet, so... Well, there's really? not a lot of there's not yeah. a lot of love and tenderness in the uh, homoeroticism of this. No, video, so. no, there's just, a lot just of down to business. There's a lot of there's a lot of, there's a lot of boss business. It's, yeah, it's business like lovemaking among women. It, yeah. it, it's very workmanlike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, All right, the next uh, next video I have is a, you, you'll be you'll be glad to know we're finally up to cramp hop. Have I we think. have we talked about anything from Sarah's list? We'll get there. Just the ones that crossed over, like the the last song, the Brown Eyed Girl song was on my list as well. Okay. So very I didn't cool. just get to enjoy. Um, Scott's homoerotic I'm glad selection. You have a new it was Pilates also on mine. In brown eyed girls, <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> was this was this on your list? Cram pop us us. I, I you know Dewey. where did where did the titles and names begin and end? Is, is is it written in English, then Korean, then English, then Korean, or is this just a mishmash and I'm missing words? You just uh, have to read fuck, it in Hangul. Yeah, learn. There's Korean a lot of Scott. shapes. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of extra punctuation. You didn't learn Hangul before coming on the show. Jason did. No, I, no I, I, I watched a video on how you make the sounds so I could make the sounds from some of the shapes, but I don't know what I'm saying. 
so I can go over to Korean and get in a lot of trouble. I know that Goo Don in Korean, the first two, the Goo Goo part looks like swastikas, which is kind of troubling. Anyway. Yeah, of course. Of course, it's on my list. Um, <laughs> so this video was a supreme bait and switch, even more than any other track, because it opens up with some kind of like putting on the Ritz one night in Bangkok <laughs> thing. This is a socialist and then, video. And then they just sweep that away, and it becomes this Dance Dance Revolution track where everyone is Russian breadline babushka dancing. Um, and I like that, but with the name <laughs> Cran Pop, I was expecting something else. I was like children's each learning one. or something. Well, I was expecting each member to have their own color, you know, Cran Pop. No, no, in the next video, that's that rainbows. <laughs> I guess they put it aside for the good of the people in this video so that they could... They could uh, one color yeah. for all. One color for all. One and one head headscarf. The actual, uh, the extended version of this video is uh, the rest of the proletariat come in and butcher everybody at that party. So yeah. yeah. Wish I had seen uh, that version. My note on this: there's just one, and it's all caps, uh, and it says "horns for border boss" because <laughs> he has an affinity. <laughs> For uh, for horn uh, instruments, oh, so I was impressed that that me. made it in. That's right. I have a deep past that we'll there, leave. We'll leave a, off. There's a group called Twenty One, and it was a an all girl uh, rap group that actually was pretty famous. Um, and they came about a time when Korea discovered what a air horn was. <laughs> so <laughs> all of their songs have multiple air horns throughout the entire fucking thing. Well, you could have just put 400 of those songs on a list and you would have won me over with (laughs) zero effort. Zero effort. So we did two cramp. Did you have this song, Sarah? Oh, you no, you... I didn't. I didn't have either of the cramp pop songs that you have. And it's funny because the first one I was like fine with, and the second one I gave a one out of five. Which, You're not feeling bar bar bar. I was not. It, hang, up, <laughs> hang up the call. <laughs> hang up the call. Um, I wrote "Sounds Like Chicken," and that that's where I was at. I was also in the middle of eating, so that could have inspired Sounds what like was chicken. going on. You know this Sounds bar bar like bar ruined frisbee. Chicken. Like, mm-hmm. permanently. Yeah, that, that, I think this is what made him fall down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Huh. Well, you know, like, this song does some things I like. There's some parts where the vocals are almost treated like a sample, or they're layered with a synthesizer, or it's, whatever it is, it's real tight. I like that effect. And there's a part where they say, they say I don't want to be Madonna, or I don't want to be Madonna, or something. That's a good part. I don't know what they're actually saying, but I'm just going to go with I don't want to be <laughs> That's not the translation. It's just what it sounds I like. I don't want to be Madonna. I don't want to be Madonna. Yeah. Okay. I guess that's just what they're saying now. Yeah, saying I don't want to be Madonna over and over. I can't think of anything better, so. Yeah, uh, yeah I kind of liked it. And in, in, doing the, in, in trying to figure out what they were saying, I found a video where someone else just redid the whole video with drawings. Uh, and then sang over it themselves, like a karaoke style. And, nice. Uh, so that's, was that's it worth Patrick? Digging. Was it me? <laughs> that's worth digging up. That's worth digging up. Secret YouTube channel. I just looked it up. It's I don't want to stick at home now. I don't want to stick at home mean? now. I like I don't want to be Madonna better. Yeah, so we'll stick with that. I think it's just going to be that. It's probably a, <laughs> another going out song, in which case it might have gotten uh, another point in my Go book. getting out of the house and going to dance. Except Sarah doesn't want to do that, I guess. Going yeah, to exactly. dance with your helmets on. I just imagine <laughs> Sarah just like listening to this, getting encouraged to go dance, and she's just like, "No, nah, man, I can't. No, no, <laughs> I'm my body is like that town in Footloose. No dancing allowed." 
Just yeah, kidding. Oh, Dance wait. Is fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you found it, it's actually like I, I realized I actually wrote down what it was, and it's not a cartoon. It's a static JPEG of of a Pikmin character what? drawn in MS Paint. Oh. So they drew the pick the Pikmin guy in MS Paint, and then sang through like a Mr. Microphone and sang this song very faithfully. Was it it's the astronaut or a Pikmin? Uh, I think it's actually the Pikmin. Let me, let me oh. look. Uh, let's see. Well, I, I'll look it up while we while we discuss the next song, and I'll share this link with everybody so everyone can enjoy it. Other than the people who are listening to your uh, <laughs> podcast, who have lost, we've now lost completely. <laughs> you have ruined this show. <laughs> it's true. Without that was you. our that was Tank. our goal. Uh, Nine Muses, Wild. Um, also, this, one of my uh, top ten favorite songs. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, my my rating of this is just rooted in jealousy and bitterness, and all I put is better than this my, Nine Muses song I got because I'm being a petulant <laughs> you like younger too. sibling. Um, wait, are you sure? Yeah, you Hold both got second. one. You didn't get the video, though, because I thought, I watched the video, I was like, I don't know if Sarah would appreciate this, so I put a live performance on there. Okay, well then, that's definitely, I think the, hold on, where was that in mine? Do, 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 do. Um, yeah, I said better than mine, so, um, clearly I didn't recognize that they were the same song, but I was bitter and jealous about the version that, um, Scott got, and I liked this one. Scott? Yeah, this is okay. It, like this is this is more of the thing I don't really get into, where the the you know like it's the Christina Aguilera thing or something like that, and the melody didn't do much for me. But there's this part where like a dental drill is going, this is a sort of whirring <laughs> dental drill sample, and then the uh, the main vocalist raps hard. Yeah, there's a part where this she raps hard. Some hard fucking rapping in it, like yeah, really she aggressive, hard, that's punches you in the face kind of stuff. Yeah, and then like there's a part at the end, uh, you know, I. I I struggle to not use too much uh, music terminology because I don't know if you guys care about that, but there's like a completely unearned key change at the end where they just go up a note. They just push the whole song up a note, which is like a cheap <laughs> pop thing that like they, people have been doing it since, you know, the Beatles or whatever. It's an old thing to do. Like when you're you're at the end of the song, you're like, you know, we need to pump this up. Just put pu just push it up a note. And they they do that at the end, and that's when they lose me. I'm like, oh, that's that's cheap. I'm at out. At least they lost you at the end. Yeah. Yeah, they lost me at the end. They they had me all the way through the the hard raps and the dental drill, and then they change keys. Fuck them. <laughs> they changed dental instruments, and you were just done. Yeah, yeah nice. I'm looking at the thumbnail for the um, the version of the song that I had, and I remember what I didn't like about it, which is that these girls just looked just tired <laughs> like <laughs> singing this performance and they just looked exhausted and i think that um yeah that's part of what made it less fun than the version scott had wild, wild by nine muses to me an almost perfect song okay next up is uh jason didn't like this and i almost was not friends with him after it's uh, AOA's heart attack. You have to stop prefacing the songs with that. <laughs> okay, no more threatening from here on out, I promise. <laughs> What's with Koreans that use a completely unrelated chunk of a song at the beginning? Oh, shit. Like, the I part, like, I don't know how many videos there are where the song starts off one way, and then there's like, just, just kidding, here's the other song. <laughs> I don't know, which, like, the actual songs, like, if you listen to them on iTunes or something, or yeah. like that. That was just like, a, this video is way too fucking long, too. And I don't care for oh the God, story. Oh, God, it's five minutes long. It's five minutes, and it's about, like, being the worst, like, um, lacrosse players on the planet. Yeah. Well, it's it's interesting, because the, the snippet of a song they play at the beginning that's not the song is similar. 
So, like, like they had two ideas. This is the like, song that we had in mind, but we don't, we didn't use that one. Here's the one we actually did, but they're to, like, both throw very. Throw you off and confuse you is like a. Some but they're very set. Yeah. It, it's just it's it's like usually when someone does something like this the beginning will be very completely different like a whole different genre like there should be a ska part at the beginning of this or something like that uh, but it's almost the exact same song just different like they just had multiple <laughs> multiple ideas that they really wanted to get on paper and they were just not satisfied with, without hearing, hearing the rough well, sketch before the song starts one of the one of the best features about a logical contraption um, and it having as many members and co-hosts as a Korean K-pop band is <laughs> that um, there are quite a few soundboards going on in the Ilkhan studios. And my notes on this song is that it's like all the soundboard sounds are happening like all in the same song. And I really like Oh, yeah. That. A couple of songs <laughs> are like that. The production is just nuts. There's just yeah. whirring and buzzing oh, and engines. Oh, I love engines. it. it, it it felt Oops. like home. It felt like the Ilkhan Studios. I gave this a four out of five. Um, and I like the lacrosse, uh, like weird, unrequited love, bad sports um, theme for the video. But yeah, there were. It was like they they just went for the the most expensive car wash package where you get all the bells and whistles, and they got every single song sound that you could pack in. And I very much enjoyed that. I've always wanted. But to weird, ask, weird, since Ilkhan weirdly, is basically. Oh, sorry, Scott. That's all right. You, you, you asked this question first. We'll come back to my thing that is actually topical to what Sarah just said. <laughs> it'll, it'll be completely divorced from it and have no context. Th this is somewhat topical. Who do you think right. is the bias of a logical contraption if they were a K-pop group? Would it be Al? Who's bias? I mean, just, um... you know, like, who do you think is the most popular member? Like, like, you know how, like, with oh. AOA, it's Choa, so, like, with Ilkhan would be Al. Actually, no, that's not true. It's probably, it's either Al or Eric, um, and I, Corey is my favorite band member, um, no offense to Shelby, who's, like, my, one of my actual best friends, um, <laughs> even though I love all those guys, um, but uh, when I was recently in New York for the podcast town, um, get arrested, get thrown out of a sports arena <laughs> meetup that we uh, had, um, I was told by a few different people, because I got out there earlier than Al did, that it was like super nice that I flew out and everything, but that everyone was like pretty much mostly just excited to meet Al. And that didn't even bother me. Like, I totally understand that. So um, it is probably it is probably Al. Al has a mystique to him, though, like. <laughs> Like you're you're uh you have he a really presence doesn't. on podcasting, <laughs> whereas like Al just sort of I don't know what the deal with Al is. Oh, Al is just Al. He's so mysterious, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, he's, he? Al, Al's great. Okay. He's also seven. He's seven foot one in person. He, he seems like a very tall man. But he, well, and he's, the, we and he, we travel and he together. Can sleep on his feet. He can. And we travel together uh, at all times because that way we can have the Danny DeVito, Arnold Schwarzenegger twins effect <laughs> wherever we go. Uh, it's very, very effective. A big, tall man with a big golden heart. That's Al. Golden um, something. So, Scott, back to your question, which probably relates more to whatever the fuck it was that I was going to say. <laughs> I think it's gone. I was gonna. I was gonna. Just, the only thing I was gonna say is that this is busy and noisy and and like overdone as this song is. The best part is that the chorus has like some kind of boards of Canada synth under it. Did you hear that? There's like a really gentle, beautiful, like submerged aquatic synth that happens that is subtle. I did. It doesn't that happens belong. In a lot of AOA songs too. 
Yeah, it shouldn't. It's like it doesn't. It doesn't really belong there, but it's beautiful. It's real. It's actually really nice. And it, it, I wonder uh, if it's a secret message that they're sending out. Yeah, if you help. if you could take that part out, the notes spell out H E L P somehow. Like, it's like a, <laughs> they're playing the Ocarina of Time. <laughs> right. There's a code. All right. So next is Wonder Girls again with uh, Why So Lonely. So to the point earlier, um, one song ago about intros and then the song being very different, um, we'll talk a little bit more about this subgenre of music when we get to my list. But I was pissed that this was like a Joanne intro that then segued into something else um, because I had already written out five out of five. And then it ended up having a very different um, melody because it's that like was the, the first intro to the song. seconds of the song. <laughs> yeah, and I already, that's how long it took for me to write five out of five and then three check marks, which I guess is me just emphasizing that. So um, <laughs> that's even more ink for me to have had to cross out and write no intro only two out of five because of the bait and switch. So maybe, again, if this had just been like an iTunes situation, I wouldn't have gotten emotionally invested in those first you, 15 you seconds. You were about to write out multiple air horns, too. <laughs> burp, burp, burp. Just cross them right off. Burp, burp, burp. There's a part where this song uh, diverges from the uh, Gwen Stefani pop reggae deal to do like a really brief pump up part with a kick drum that goes like dun, 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 dun before each chorus. But then that chorus is just the Gwen Stefani part again. They, 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 they take you to the edge of a cliff and then they sit you down gently on the cliff instead of pushing you off. But I, but I like the rap part because it reminds me of some really terrible stuff like uh, the song Smile by Vitamin C. I, wow. I've never heard a Vitamin C song get referenced that wasn't Oh, good. please, please take some time and look up the song Smile. It was a major hit. Uh, I, I've only ever heard the one that they played when we were graduating from, like, sixth grade. Yeah, no, she had, a like, a much larger hit earlier on that it's, it's maybe one of the worst songs of the, like, the actual worst songs of the 90s. I thought, our, I, uh, oh, Check it out. Ariana's Googling it right now. I mm-hmm. thought she was about to, about to play it, like, live on air. Oh, no. It, it, it's, it's so bad. Saving it's it so for later. Bad. It's so bland and so bad. And then there's like a dance hall rapping part in the middle of it. Like Ooh. they just, they couldn't stop. They couldn't leave well enough alone. They're like, we can do worse. We, we can take this song. We can do worse. Uh, and they oh. do. Okay. Well, speaking of terrible rapping, uh, Girls' Generation All Night. Now, this is actually new. Um, it says clean version, but the only reason why it's the clean version is because the original video is like seven and a half minutes long and has a lot of documentary footage in it. Oh, Jesus. Um, so yeah, Girls' Generation is one of those bands that uh, they are pretty much the biggest girl band in Korea for like the past decade. Um, yeah. They kind of came about when uh, before like idols were really a thing, so they were sort of the first like major girl group. Uh, what did you guys think, Scott? Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go? Uh, like on paper, like technically, this is probably one of the best ones because there's some sort of best fit line between a lot of older things. Uh, it's like it's it's like it's a special arrow sent right at various glands of my body. And nothing really like nothing and no one thing really lights me on fire, but there's so many of them. So there's this sort of high energy real McCoy, another night, another dream thing. Yeah. Labouche, London beat, something like that ha- that happens. And then there's also another layer of like what Daft Punk thinks of when they try to make a 70s Michael Jackson song. Uh, and, and both of those things are, are clashing uh, 
in, in, a, in, a, in a sort of non-specific way that I, I think I'm I think I'm really supposed to like. So I, I'm just going to go ahead and like it. This is also my favorite Girls' Generation song, even though I'm not like super into them. I think it's like one of the strongest ones they've put out, and it's also yeah, their I newest agree. song too. Um, Sarah. Yeah, I mean, it reminded me in a good way of when a movie or a TV show can't afford the rights to a particular hit song that they want, so they kind of <laughs> do something that's not violating the copyright well, of anything specifically, like, but lifts a lot of those elements. Like the Janis Joplin movie that's coming out where they couldn't get the rights mm-hmm. to any Janis Joplin song. Oh no, Jimi Hendrix. Ex- yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, everything Scott said as far as, you know, what it, um, is a like large reference point to um, I that dr- whatever that whatever that drum is that that real McCoy drum that boom boom boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom, boom that's perfect yeah people people is, should stop doing other wanna, things I stop doing other instruments drums. just do all those whatever things. that is just play it in the front uh, <laughs> I yeah I gave it I gave it a four out of five which is high and I put that it is a really good getting ready song so this experiment you guys might have inspired me to actually like get ready at some point in my life at night and listen to this music. Um, but from a visual standpoint and on a, on a personal level, I really appreciate the number and variety of sequins in this video. So like Scott was saying about that drum needing to be used in more things, sequins should be, um, I'm not being sarcastic at all. <laughs> they should be used more in the world in general. And Absolutely. I really like how many sparkly um, things were in this video. Wow. You know, so far this has been really fucking positive. I'm a, I'm a bit surprised. Um, okay, so next is Blackpink's "As If It's Your Last." This is their newest song as well. Um, this song took a little bit to grow on me. I mostly put it on here because every time you post a K-pop group gift, Sarah, it's always from this video. <laughs> so, I guess every when, time, by the way. Yeah, you know, you always post that gif of Jenny like looking really pissed <laughs> off at a phone. And uh, the song gets stuck in my head every time I see it. So uh, what did you think now that you saw the source material? Um, Well, (laughs) it reminded me very, very much so of it is the most like club music song of every song on both of our playlists of everything that is stressful and also good and very distinct about going out to um, an American nightclub. So this yeah. reminded me most specifically of um, the last few bachelorette parties that I've been to that even though they're <laughs> in different parts of the world, different types of clubs, there's the same kind of song and vibe and element there. So there's a level of familiarity with um, making just a very solid like club um, music soundtrack that I'm fine with. Um, it wasn't like my favorite in some ways, like being in a club increases my anxiety of having to interact or touch other people. Um, but at the same time, it reminded me of like good memories of, you know, funny things that happened at, um, embarrassing bachelorette parties that I've been to, uh, my long and bitter life. That actually is a good way to like yeah, describe that's a, Blackpink's that's music. That's an extremely like thorough way to like describe Blackpink. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was pretty poignant, Sarah. <laughs> Scott, <laughs> sorry, Scott. This is this is what yours on your list. All right, Scott. Top go that. right ahead. <laughs> yeah, actually, did this show up later? Did this get added on later? I mean, I, somehow I saw this one, but I didn't see the twice song, and I didn't hear, I didn't watch that other song. Yeah, uh, with this in mind. Like yeah, I think, some sneaks. I think I just like in the middle of the night. I was like, oh fuck, I should just add like two or three more songs to everybody's without realizing that Sarah had like twenty eight of them. 
Um, yeah. Sometimes I so just this, go, you know? I mean, I mean, unfortunately, this one held nothing. This literally holds nothing for me. This is yeah. like, there's some, there's some, there was a whole thing that a lot of the Katy Perry, Kesha type people did where they made songs about dancing like it's your last night on earth. And it's so literal in this song. It's ultimately literal and it sounds like it. And it feels terrible to listen to. And every um, every day of 2017 could be the last day on Earth. So it literally could be. Yeah, dance. maybe it's not that much fun anymore. Maybe yeah. you know, in 2011 or whatever, it was fun, and now it's actually a, a deadly truth. It, it was great in the last eight years where we didn't think we were going to die every day, but this is like I'm walking through the part of the gym that sucks. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. this is you going to the cardio part, not the weightlifting right, I'm walk- part. I'm, All these black right. thoughts are really poignant. Yeah. Actually, this. you both describe Blackpink pretty perfectly. Yeah. Um, not, like, really into them. So, did you not Especially see the not Twice the song, song or the uh, the other Goo Goo Don song? I think I watched the Twice song during some other context. Like, I think you guys showed and posted it somewhere else. And, it's I, on and my, I noticed. And it's on my playlist, too, if you now, looked at my playlist. Sarah, right. actually, yeah. funny enough, this, the Twice song was recommended to me by Al of uh, Virtual Pros. Since he is a uh, uh, Al of illogical contraction. I know. I was like, wait a second, Al is mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> he just messaged me one night, hey man, listen to this. No, but what I wanted to know, like there's more than one video among the uh over you guys have shown us that takes place in a haunted mansion. Or a haunted uh, oh, hotel. I'm sure there's plenty of them. I think there's one on Parker's list where everybody turns into a wolf, so What's um, with like what's with the K pop and the haunted hotels and, and the shining vibe and uh, and Know, spooky twins and everything else like it seems to be happening as well. I mean I like Halloween so that's cool there's this a, is, this a oh Sarah has one uh that has zombies I mean that's something and then I oh think, yeah I, I I saw that whatever that is zombies, she she so. also has one where there's human sacrifice true, true. oh uh ice chew is about genocide so there's that too yeah, that video is pretty disturbing yeah, that was the one where I noticed I didn't really keep up with the video. I mean, I, I watched it because there was sprinkles in it, and I, you know, I'm interested in sprinkles, but I don't didn't catch all the like the murder and mayhem that was taking place. There's a lot um, of bloodshed in that one. Yeah, I think we covered yeah. that one pretty thoroughly with Jason. Yeah, he like took that whole. Jason video watched apart. that video like thirty or forty <laughs> times in like the last week. So. I just watched times. the opening scene over and over because it's the universe of sprinkles, which is the universe. Yeah, of that's where you want to live. Well, well, the universe in a I world where no one I, charges you for sprinkles. <laughs> I just have Back to reach to up into the end. <laughs> the the twice song, which is again also at the tail end of my playlist. Um, my first note is I also like Halloween, um, which is true. Indeed. I do, and this is the most kind of Carly Rae Jepsen sounding song on my list, on my playlist, and also maybe on Scott's. Um, no, and I mean that as. That's As a, a compliment. Oh, oh, shit. I was going to say, that's a good thing for me, because I love Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a compliment. That was like, it reminds me of her, and that's fine. I like her a lot, so. Do you um, know that uh, um, Carly Rae Jepsen's emotion is the soundtrack to socialism? We'll, we'll have to save that for another, another podcast. <laughs> it's, it's odd that it just becomes like a straight-up pajama party at some point. They abandon the Halloween conceit. They're like, wait a minute. They haven't seen enough of my legs. We need to just have a pajama party in this video. <laughs> that, that is uh, the second video they came out with is also a pajama party, too. I guess it's a theme. 
lot of pajamas. Well, it's not my favorite. Not my favorite pajama party on the on the entirety of all 400 songs. Um, so I'm excited <laughs> for us to eventually. We should have. We should have just ranked. We should have just ranked the pajama parties. It would have been mm-hmm. a lot. Is anybody wearing pajamas? Uh, <laughs> and then, because no, we already were talking about the Ice Two video, um, I my notes about it because it's on mine uh, and it's the last song on Scott's list. Um, that it's a really great video, um, but that it oh, reminds yeah. me of a kids' rap commercial from like 1991 that some serial executives were like, oh, you know what's in right now is rap. Like, we should make sure that, you know, Frosty Bits has like a character that raps. Make, um, make so sure that there's is, a part. That is what this reminded me of. Make sure there's a part where the character also kills an infant and its mother commits suicide. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of uh, like it, it's not obvious. You, you can watch this video on one level and just see desserts, and then you can like key into the fact that oh, the desserts are sentient, and they're walking through the video with their tall sneakers and stomping these them little to death. terrorists just come in and ruin everything. It's actually it's funny. Uh, JFD just did a movie called Island of Death, and this video is almost exactly like that movie, which is why it also <laughs> made it onto Parker's list too. Perfect. Uh, this is the most. Somehow, I don't know how they did it, but this is the most produced song because it actually goes louder. Like, it's louder than the other. It's, it doesn't matter what I do. I can turn my computer off and leave town. And if somehow this song is still coming out of the speakers <laughs> loudly, uh, much louder than the other songs. It, it like, takes over other speakers in the room like it has a field. And it just plays very loud. <laughs> it just seeps into the walls. Are there genocide? <laughs> it's, a, it's a tactic. Yeah, this was on my list later though, so I didn't have notes on it other than yeah, ice cream. So that's it for Scott's list. Shit. All right, now on to the other one that has twenty-four songs on it. Okay, she's okay. 